0: We start to turn the page from week two to week three. Up next, the winless Jacksonville Jaguars. Is it a trap? And why you shouldn't be concerned that week three is a trap game? It's Bo, it's Alex, it's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On Cardinals, your daily Arizona Cardinals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day. Fired up, rise up, Red Sea. It's Locked On Cardinals, Bob Rock, Alex Clancy. We've got a fun podcast on tap for you today, which is brought to you by the all-new revamped Locked On NFL Draft with your new hosts, Eric Crocker and Ryan Tracy. Crocker brings the player scouting, Tracy brings the analytics, and it's a must-listen-to podcast. Check it out today, the Lockdown NFL Draft podcast on YouTube or the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcast. So we're going to get into this game, the 0-2 Jacksonville Jags. You've got Trevor Lawrence, turnover machine so far through two games as the number one overall pick out of Clemson, Urban Meyer. I, I think you'd be hard-pressed to find if, if the guy's ever lost three games in a row, but he's 0-2 right now as Jags head coach. Beau Brock, it's Alex Clancy. It's Locked On Cardinals at Locked On AZ Cards at B O B R A C K and at Clancy's Corner. And I'd be remiss not to say, join us as a subscriber on YouTube as we quickly approach a thousand subscribers. Unbelievable! Couldn't have done it obviously without you all who tune in and watch and spread the word. It's uh, it's been an awesome ride. We're only two weeks into the NFL season. <laughs> yeah, to
1: I mean, we've been up on YouTube officially, so we had a small stint. It was kind of the appy for the main course. We're put on hiatus for a little bit, and we've been, you know, for three months at most. And uh, we really, seriously, I mean, this is we truly appreciate everybody the comments, negative, positive. Thank you for watching. Like seriously, this is I never and Bo, I mean, Bo was pretty much with me from the beginning. The first year I was on, uh, bet, on uh, bet Online, um, Locked On was just a blip on the radar, slowly building, slowly building, slowly, slowly starting to get the better rock for the foundation. And Bo really joined me in 2018 when it started to really gain some momentum. And then, you know, all the way to here, It's it's been a wild ride. Thank you to everybody who's been a part of it.
0: No doubt about it. And uh, we're starting to see this team perform, turn the corner. I mean, where we started 2018, one of the worst seasons in franchise history. And it's just been a slow rise. It's been, you know... That uh, methodical move from the basement to potentially contention here in the 2021 season. The Arizona Cardinals have a lot of business to get done between now and then. Where are they as far as the NFL power rankings? We have our Locked On Podcast Network power rankings that we're going to give you each and every week. Arizona Cardinals, are they too high? Are they too low? Who's in front of them? I think that there's lots of fodder here that we're going to get into. Also, I've got ESPN's power rankings, and they're pretty similar. So what we had as far as the Locked On Podcast Network, and then uh, a big concern from Sunday's win over the Minnesota Vikings. There's one player of concern after I w- looked at the film from Sunday, but uh, and then of course there's a lot not to be concerned about. Some interesting tidbits about rookie wide receiver Rondell Moore, who uh, Alex, Steve, Keim. It's not for trying, right? He's not short on trying. He he went after a second round, a wide receiver in the second round. <laughs> quite often mm-hmm. Richard, Andy Isabella and then Rondell Moore. He's got him. Uh, he's got him rolling.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I feel like I know who you're going to talk about. I think it's going to be on the defensive side. It's also going to be a younger player um, that will hit a little bit later. But I mean, Rondell Moore grading on a curve, removing Kyler Murray from the conversation. He's the most exciting part of the 2021 season so far. I mean, even what we saw in the first week, it's like the dude can play ball at this level. He's, he makes fast people look not fast. That was that's one of my favorite. Um, I can't remember what the movie is. He makes he makes one. Of the, he makes fast people look not fast. You know, I mean, what we saw from and then week two with the, the week two. What got me with him, it wasn't a large t- long touchdown catch because I could have caught that and ran on the end zone from how wide open he was. But it was setting up the sixty-two yard field goal from Matt Prater, where he he doodled around three defenders, wasn't touched, and got out of bounds with one second left. With with set up the three points the Cardinals needed to win. You know, I mean, it's just, it, it's wild, and I'm really excited for him, and I'm hoping this is only the beginning, you know?
0: You know, speaking of that, and after this, we'll probably have no reason to, to talk about P3, Petty Patrick Peterson, again on this podcast. We had some fun with it last week, but according to uh, Adam Patrick, who covers the Vikings, and he also covers the Arizona Cardinals as well, but he's, he, he listened to the All Things Covered podcast, earlier this week from Patrick Peterson. I know this is going to shock you, Alex, that uh, Peterson went on to defend himself against um, the wide-open touchdown from Rondell Moore and said it wasn't on him. It was his job to stay with DeAndre Hopkins.
1: Really good leadership there because they brought him in for leadership, right? Throwing him under the bus right away. Like, he's like an independent contractor at this point. He's Kawhi Leonard. He's just like, I don't care. I'm going to come in. I'm going to make money. I'm going to do my job, we think. And he's gonna. I mean, the, he was brought in for leadership, correct? I would, or to at least be part of the leadership group for the secondary. What? A,
0: what? A, what a dumb thing to say! Seriously, just just let it go. Just let it go. You uh, you can't avoid when Nook, you know, put his foot in the dirt and went the opposite way and left you in the dust. You and know, on the first touchdown of the game. So you know. You might not have been fully accountable for that, but you were part of the the problem on that play. I mean, it was busted coverage. He was busted all over the board. Nobody in the NFL should get college wide open in this league, and he did. And Patrick Peterson, of course, trying to defend himself and pass blame. But Rondell Moore, you know, according to the team, he uh, only is behind Anquan Bolden, who has the most receiving yards in his first two career games. Bolden, just an... Nuts, two hundred and seventy nine receiving yards in yeah. two thousand three, and then uh, but then Rondell Moore, I, I noticed that he was second in yak yards, only behind Debo Samuel of the uh, of the San Francisco forty nine ers, and of course the Yak Bros. Uh, <laughs> he's just one yard behind, one fifty six yeah. to one fifty five.
1: Let me just put a button on the Patrick Peterson thing, that we can finally move okay. on from this. Um, um, this stuff doesn't start when you're thirty. So if you think that. He was this great leader. I put out on Twitter right when J.J. Watt had Zabin Collins rolled down the fairway when he forgot breakfast early on when they were playing golf, The J.J. Watt's already a better leader than Patrick Peterson has ever been. Case in point, this doesn't start when you're 30. So just because we didn't see it, and just because he's so great off the field, charitable, which is great, and obviously we're not attacking him as a person, I'm attacking him as an employee, this is something that doesn't come out of nowhere. So maybe this will open the light up a little bit to how people see Patrick Peterson as this perfect player who is completely, you know, misrepresented and wasn't appreciated. He requested a trade. He cheated, and then he stunk. Okay, that's the trifecta for not getting a con for not getting another contract. And we saw him right now (laughs) with the aftershocks of what we probably didn't see when he was here in Phoenix. I'm sorry. I mean. uh,
0: wasn't it like the perfect homecoming for P three? Like in hindsight, and like now that like the shock of of Greg Joseph missing the field goal and that, that pretty good goal would have very well been a loss. <laughs> yeah. does it, like isn't in hindsight? It's like okay, they got the win. It's a tough pill to swallow for the Vikings because he played pretty, pretty very well, and then also you got you know Patrick Peterson back here backpedaling. Uh, not on receivers, but backpedaling on his performance. Where you know, according to Pro Football Talk, perfect passer rating from Kyler Murray when when throwing towards P three and uh, giving up two touchdowns, one huge play, seventy seven yards to Rondell Moore. It Good was riddance. like you couldn't, couldn't find a better return That's for true. a guy who who chirped, chirp, 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 chirp all off season long. It's Bo, it's Alex, it's Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day, at B-O-B-R-A-C-K. You follow me on Twitter, at Clancy's Corner, follow Alex, and of course follow the podcast, at Lockdown Easy Cards. That number's going up just as much as YouTube subscribers. We appreciate anybody who's following us on Twitter. Great content on a daily basis on both of those, our Twitter account and our YouTube site. Coming up next, a player I'm concerned about. Obviously, it wasn't Rondell Moore. It's on the defensive side of the football. We start to turn the page to week three. Got to avoid a trap game. It's Not going to be a trap, Alex.
1: Yeah. um, I don't know why I got so pissed off at Patrick Peterson. That was just, just close the box and let's move on from Patrick Peterson. Finally. All right. There's one thing that is perfect, just like Patrick Peterson's passer rating against, but in a positive way, it's betonline.ag and the experience that you'll get visiting that glorious website. We're back and better than ever. So are they. All eyes are on the gridiron grid as teams are back to start another football season. So you've heard us talk about them a lot. Okay? They've got a new updated Sunday interface. They've got more odds, props, contests, everything. Bet online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Go to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use promo code NFL100. Football, basketball, boxing, write your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Again, 100% welcome bonus on your first deposit with promo code NFL100. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts.
0: Cardinals fans, we have an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Unless you're riding a bike, you need to know about this app. Get Upside. Our listeners are making up to $0.25 cents for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free GetUpside app in the App Store or Google Play right now. Use the promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get a bonus $0.25 cents per gallon on your first fill-up. That's up to $0.50 cents cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN. Get up to 50% per gallon cash back on your first tank. Some people who drive a lot are making up as much as 200, $300 a month in cash back and there's no catch. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal or e-gift card for Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app, use the promo code TOUCHDOWN, get 50, per, 50 cents per gallon cash back on your first tank. That's promo code Touchdown. That's a sweet deal for people that drive a lot. Uh, that's that's you can you can make a lot of cash back with the GetUpside app. Did you notice um, I put this out on Twitter? Max Williams, the Arizona Cardinals tight end. Remember, we were all up in arms all off season long. What are the Arizona Cardinals doing at tight end? What are they doing for playmaking tight end? We know about his blocking prowess. Max Williams, he's been there in the last couple seasons. But who's going to catch the football? Max Williams went over 90 yards. He had seven catch. He had like just. He had like a just an unbelievable like lucky catch, right? That went for thirty plus yards in that contest. Uh, he has more receptions and receiving yards through two weeks than former Arizona Cardinals tight end Dan Arnold does in Carolina.
1: Listen, as, as Saints fans, what they think about Dan Arnold <laughs> on the field, not as a person on the field, because what we saw, Bo, was last year when the Cardinals needed him. To make catches and needed him to not fumble Rooski the ball away. He did. And it, it's not so much an indictment on Arnold. But the thing is with the thing is with Max Williams, and you're right, that that's a fun stat through two weeks, because Max yeah. Arnold had 80 catches in his career before Sunday. Or 79 before yeah. Sunday. Now that's cool. The interesting part is can he do it again like 50% every game? Can you can you get 35 yards out of your tight end. Can you make the defense in the middle of the field a little bit more honest, having to look at the tight end as well as potentially four wide receivers depending on the set? Do you think that there's, there's something here? And I know we're going to get to, to a, a bugaboo here for the Cardinals on the defensive side. Do you think that there's a chance that this was the plan all along?
0: Yeah, I think that there was a lot of things that they had planned on that we perceived as naive. The cornerback room, you know, the tight end room, the running backs that, you know, week 1 it worked out well for the defensive secondary. Week 2 it worked out well for the tight ends, and I think uh, you know, people aren't uh, completely up in arms against the run, about the run game. Of course, we wanted to see it uh executed a lot better at the end of that game to put it away, but yeah, I think that this team believed in some guys that they had in the facility, and Max Williams is one of them. You know, I think that uh, you, I, I don't think it's going to hold up. I think Dan Arnold probably will pass Max Williams eventually. But it's interesting because when you look at how things were going on Sunday, and how Kyler Murray was uh, distributing the football and having success finding guys outside of DeAndre Hopkins and it was Rondell Moore, it was Christian Kirk, it was uh, it was AJ Green. It's just going to open up things where nobody. There's not going to be enough hats to put on hats, and Max Williams is just going to be wide open, and he's going to. You, anybody can make that play. You like to make the joke, like you or I could do it. You or I could do it with that kind of uh, those weapons around Kyler Murray.
1: Yeah, and and I've compared, and I know that it's not a direct comparison, uh, but I've said it before. Like what San Francisco does with Kyle Uzcheck is genius, and I know he's a fullback. I know he's not a tight end. Kyle Uzcheck is much more athletic. He's quicker than than Max Williams, but he's the last guy anybody on the field thinks of ever, ever. Whether he's, you know, lined up as a fullback and blocking and then, you know, going out to the flat, scoring a touchdown. What he does is a wrinkle that nobody thinks about, you know, and that's what we've seen with Christian Kirk. He's going to be the forgotten guy, at least until he continues to produce the way he does. And if Rondell Moore takes over, there's going to be some guys. The defense is going to be like, you know what? We're going to forget about him for this specific play, and that's the play that goes off for 80 yards. So it's just interesting. I mean, and again, it's probably much ado about nothing. This was probably an outlier because we've seen his multi-year career. This has never been a thing, but it'll be interesting to see if they're like, oh, maybe we found something here.
0: Maybe. I think it was like Robert Awalt, who he was the last Cardinals tight end to have a 100-yard receiving game. It's been a long time. It's been a long time. I uh, We'd have to double check, fact check that. So there is a player I'm concerned about. It's on the defensive side of the football. It's not one of your, your it's it's a, it's a pretty big name. It's your first round pick. It's Zaven Collins. I was watching the film for, from Sunday and the Vikings were doing a good job and just taking him completely out of play. Like he had two good pass breakups. He saw an uptick as far as his snaps. I think he played 25 snaps instead of 21 snaps. It was 41% of the time, the defensive snaps he was on the field, but there were drives. Where he was just get completely getting blocked out of the play and it was just taking one one offensive blocker to take him out of the play uh, you, you, I think he just would like to see more because you thought, hey they're going to go out they're, they're not going to go and fulfill a need at the cornerback spot they're not going to take a playmaker in the first round. they went linebacker this guy you thought was going to be more ready to play than he's been through two weeks.
1: yeah and I, but I think that there are there are a couple of reasons why he's not being talked about one because they've won two games in a row two because it was the pass rush they got the flack on the defensive side last week he did make a, a a big tackle on um on Dalvin Cook to uh to save some more yardage but yeah i mean there's going to be growing pains you mentioned he's not ever going to be the fastest guy he's a coverage guy you know as you mentioned so it's 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 really going to be on him and Isaiah Simmons to come up with this strategy to where they're both going to be able to play to their strengths. A lot of that's going to have to do with Vance Joseph, and you know, hopefully they won't get too far behind the curve. Because as much as the other eight players on the field that aren't corners in any specific time can do better than what they have in the past, it'll yeah. it'll allow for the eleven to look stronger. And that's not necessarily an indictment on Byron Murphy. He jumped the route. And he made a mistake. The best corners in the game do that. He jumped the route. He thought he was able to pick off one of the first passes of the game. And Kirk Cousins burned him. I mean, all in all, Byron Murphy's yeah. played very well so far for the first two weeks.
0: I agree. I, I agree. And, I, you know, as far as my concern for Zayvon Collins, like if this, it, it makes it easier when Jordan Hicks is playing very well through two games of the season. You know, the PFF grade's not going to be there, but you and I have seen it. Zayvon Collins had a big pass breakup early in the game that was key. Chandler Jones got good pressure. Zayven was able to knock it down in a a solid play to get the defense off the field. So you will take that. If he can kind of find his rhythm, you know, this week, week five, down the line, that's just going to be like adding a player to this defense that we saw in week one that can be pretty, pretty legit. They just got to figure it out. Man, Kirk Cousins was getting the ball out. A lot of credit to Kirk Cousins. He was getting the ball out fast against the arizona cardinals there was like really no opportunity for them to get to him and their offensive line put a lot better than we expect
1: yeah i mean he was having tea parties back there i was sure that kirk loves tea you know he's like a peppermint that, i think he's a peppermint tea guy don't you think peppermint tea chamomile english breakfast if he's feeling frisky he's a key he's a key guy for sure doesn't want to want to mess with the vocal cord
0: you just milk, drink, drink <laughs> just a big glass out of the jug
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with his, with his fruity pebbles, sure, but yeah, I, it was a mixture of both, though. Yeah. Like, sure, there were—I mean, around the goal line, yes, you know, he's taking less time. Marco Wilson falls down for an easy slant to Adam Thielen, but there, nobody was sniffing, nobody was sniffing Kirk Cousins. Whether he was sitting back there for a minute or getting the ball out, Tom Brady style,
0: you know? Uh, yeah, it was. It was. I thought it was more the latter. I think he was just getting the ball out quicker than than the Arizona Cardinals have seen in a long time. He knew exactly where he was going with the ball. And uh, he was just zipping it around there. And the Arizona Cardinals, uh, they were able to kind of figure it out a little bit in the second half, slow things down. It's locked on Cardinals Party, locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. Where did the Arizona Cardinals end up in the latest Locked On Podcast Network rankings? And why I'm not concerned about a trap game this Sunday against the Jacksonville Jaguars. We're going to get into it. It's Bowen. It's Alex. All right, let's take a look at this. As far as DirecTV. I've been talking about this for a long time. I'm excited about it. I enjoyed it all Sunday long because I was going between the Cardinals game and then some of my on-demand favorites. And that's what DirecTV Stream brings to your live TV and on-demand. Brings it together like never before. It means you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and TV shows all in one place. And the best part, there's no annual contract. You don't have to get locked in. So stop waiting. There's not going to be a bunch of like guaranteed dead cap money with direct tv scream it's gonna get your tv together with direct tv stream you can learn more direct tv.com that's direct and um i
1: just had my first ever cookie dough bill bar it's true it was absolutely have you had yet is your wife stealing all of them out. still no i have i hit it you hit it yeah because th- we had an issue with that we had an issue with that there was there was a mouse in the house with beau's wife and the bill bar true story um Built bar, built built.com, like 18 grams of protein, less than five grams of sugar. They're all chocolate covered. They've got nine flavors coconut, coconut, almond, you know, double chocolate, salted caramel, to name a few. There's a couple limited time flavors, uh, orange and strawberry, two of my favorites. The beauty of Built Bar is that they taste good and they're good for you. And they're, Built, built Bar is doing blind taste tests with candy bars, Um, almond joy versus coconut almond and coconut almond is winning. It's incredible. And for Phoenix, for people that live in Phoenix, there's going to be a distribution center in Phoenix in some capacity very soon. So you'll be able to get built bar all you want in the comfort of your own home, which is going to be beautiful in about two weeks from now. So go to built.com, write Locked 15 uh, to get 15% off your first order. Locked 15 for 15% off your first order at built.com, builtbar.com.
0: Wrapping things up, Locked on Cardinals. Follow us on Twitter at Locked on AZ Cards. Subscribe to the YouTube channel. It's Bo. It's Alex. Follow Alex at Clancy's Corner. Follow me at B O B R E C K. We appreciate everybody chiming in on each and every episode here. Uh, we get to everybody's uh, comments and stuff like that, so we appreciate it. Uh, the Arizona Cardinals take on the Jacksonville Jaguars, who are 0 2 to start the season. They lost. To the Texans, that was a surprise season opening game. 37-21 to Rod Taylor, balled out. He had nearly 300 yards passing. Uh, You had the uh, three picks from Trevor Lawrence. I think it was the first time ever in his life, including like Pop Warner, that he's ever thrown three picks in a game. Threw two more in week two in their loss to Teddy Bridgewater in the in the Denver Broncos. It was another lopsided game. Well, 10-point loss, 23-13. The defense was able to keep, kind of keep him in that game, but Teddy Bridgewater over 300 yards passing in that contest, very efficient in that game. Um, why this is not going to be a trap game? I think it's it's pretty simple as far as the Arizona Cardinals. One, they've done pretty well in games where they're overwhelming favorites. If you remember back to the New York Jets game, uh, they, they just took care of business. They won that game 30 to 10. I think they were seven point favorites in that contest. They're seven and a half in point favorites right now at BetOnline.ag, and it's also Mostly, Alex, to Kyler Murray's growing leadership. Did you see what he he said after the last two weeks of football?
1: I, I said, frustrated. I Oh, he's
0: frustrated? He said he's frustrated. Yeah, he said he's frustrated. He said that uh, as far as as far as the offense is concerned, he feels like they can do a lot better. And I'm paraphrasing, but he he feels like the 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 offense. He's frustrated by the penalties. It was in an article by Josh Weinfuss. Really good, must read. As you can kind of see, Kyler Murray continued to take steps forward as the leader of this franchise, and he's just he he doesn't want to see the dumb penalties anymore, and he doesn't want to make to see the dumb mistakes any longer. Included himself in this with the with the, uh, with the one interception to Nick Vigil. I mean, is is as, as long as Kyler Murray after two weeks in the season isn't content, isn't reading his own press clippings. That's good, especially when you're going up against the team that's hurting, like the Jacksonville Jaguars.
1: Yeah, and he's not. This isn't. This isn't quarterback speak. Because a lot of times we don't hear a damn quarterback speak. <laughs> so when he talks, I mean, he means what he's saying, and it, it's it's not a homer take. It's a thing we just learned. You know, we went from a dude that we didn't know if he wanted to be here with the number one overall pick because he wouldn't talk. He wouldn't talk at Dan Patrick, you know, and and then we we get to this point now where he's very candid when he does speak and it's it's awesome that's good you know and and if ju- this just has to be said once and we'll move on if the cardinals lose on sunday all of this is erased all of this everything's erased it's like they it's like they started one and one and lost in week 2 you know like it's just it this would be catastrophic is not the right word but it would be a wet blanket three weeks into the season when you're when you're facing your toughest stretch in three games, Rams on the road, 49ers at home, Cleveland on the road. So they need to go in, they need to beat Jacksonville by 20 and get the hell out of there.
0: It's, uh, it, I mean... If right, that's looked, not overstating.
1: That'd be no, very bad no, if they lost
0: on no, Sunday. Especially with who is looming in week four. Yeah. The, the guy you've never beat, ever, Sean McVay in the Los Angeles Rams on the road so fine stadium i mean it, it's it's a it's a big game because otherwise you've got to win a game that nobody's gonna likely pick you to win it, it's you're just up you're just your odds i mean what is it over 60 percent of the teams that start 2-0 and but when you go 2-1 and one, you start to drop games that you can't you, you shouldn't drop then you're starting to look a lot like and resemble a lot of the 2020 arizona cardinals and they need to get, they need to get away from that they absolutely have to get away from that so Arizona Cardinals have a good opportunity. I think Jacksonville can play a little bit better on defense, you know, and they have to take advantage of this rookie quarterback. Like Trevor Lawrence is lost right now. You can't let him get right against your defense. And that defense needs to do a better job, needs to do a better job than they did in week two in getting to, uh, in getting to Trevor Lawrence where, you know, you, you look at him, he's as far as his sack numbers, um, you know, they're, they're not that high. The interception numbers are, are pretty high with, with, with five. But, uh, you know, I, it, it's, he's only been sacked twice, once in each game. So you've got you to make him uncomfortable.
1: I mean, Urban Meyer doesn't know what he's doing at the NFL level yet. The defense has looked okay. You know, they're not, they're not giving up 40 points a game. Um, they're only running the ball 15 times a game. What's the, what are the best friends of a rookie quarterback? A run game, a tight end, or somebody you trust to run and turn around, and a good defense and he has – does he have any of them? I mean, James Robinson had one good year. They really could use Leonard Fournette right now. Like, the fact – I can't believe that they cut bait so quickly. He's just like, I'm pissed. Get me out of here. And they just let him go. They just let him go. And they didn't look internally like maybe there's something we could do to better the situation for the fourth overall pick, whatever, fifth overall pick that they grabbed him when they drafted him fourth, I think. So it's, he it's
0: doesn't
1: – it's just a bad situation. It's a jet situation.
0: It's, it's a, a bad jet situation, fashion. yeah. It's 2019, and you know it, it would it take uh, week five for the Arizona Cardinals to win their first game against against Cincinnati? You know this is this this is what they're going through. It's a college coach trying to feel his way out at the NFL level, and but you're you're not going to get a stretch with the Arizona Cardinals did in 2019 with a rookie quarterback and with a, a first year head coach, yeah, um, where where you get the Bengals and you get the Giants. Who also had a rookie quarterback then in the Atlanta Falcons who like last week missed a big field goal that would have won them the game. You know, yeah. it's,
1: and it's the crazy part, and it's not crazy. I would take Cliff Kingsbury 100 percent over Urban Meyer. That's and, wild. And, and the reason I don't why you say
0: that way a couple months ago.
1: No, I don't I don't think that's necessarily true. And this isn't me like, oh, Cliff's the greatest. It's Urban Meyer has always, aside from when he was in Utah, great coaching job, Alex Smith, whatever. Yes, he coached well, okay? But he had the best football teams on the planet in college to coach. Sure, there was competition. There was Nick Saban, blah, blah, blah. Look at those Florida rosters. Tim Tebow, Tim Tebow should. I'm going to be careful. Wow. Tim Tebow should go down as a top five College football player offensively ever.
0: By sheer
1: numbers, he it's should.
0: He was there for so long. And also, why hasn't there been the same success since he left Gainesville or tell Because him. their yeah. teams have been poop. No, he was the reason,
1: why, after a while, he was the reason why
0: people would go there. You, was, Ohio
1: State, sweet mother,
0: those rosters. He won, he won 80% of his games. You know, the same thing at Ohio State. There wasn't the same success. Really, since Tressel uh, at Ohio State, he was able to kind of recapture. I just think, but is he overmatched at the next level? I mean, it's, it's coaching pros and coaching amateurs, or you know, amateurs. Uh, as I do the air quotes on YouTube, <laughs> you know, it's it's completely different animal. Uh, and, and Cliff Kingsbury's shown, and you talk about Kyler Murray and how he's candid. That's Cliff Kingsbury kind of empowering his players. Even Jordan Hicks, we saw him talk at the podium in training camp about, hey, he wanted out. And now he's playing well, and it's like Cliff Kingsbury gives these guys the ability to go out and say and speak their mind. I think there's something to that. Real quick, before we get out of here, here's your power rankings. Arizona Cardinals are up two spots from 10th to 8th. They're 2-0. They're ahead of the Browns at 1-1, but uh, ahead of them are the Seahawks, who dropped the game. Brutal loss for the Seahawks at home. Big lead against the Tennessee Titans. And the Niners, who have beat Philly team, that has that was in the top five picking in this past uh, offseason in the NFL draft, and they beat the Detroit Lions, who were in the top ten uh, picking. I mean, come on. The the 49ers, they squeaked by the Eagles 17-11, and they almost blew a lead against the, the Detroit Lions. But people are still just slurping the Kool-Aid. It's unbelievable. And the, the Seahawks lost the game. They lost. <laughs> but they're yeah. ahead of the Cardinals. I, I mean... I,
1: but the Cardinals shouldn't have, they shouldn't have won. Like, I get a little... San Francisco San Francisco is not a top-six hit. Not, no way! Where? You're their starting running back next week. Like, all of their players are hurt. And it's like, oh, man, if only our players could stay healthy. You drafted and signed players who are injury-prone. What yeah, makes well, you think that you're going to wear that that awful red and gold? It's like, you know what? Everything's
0: fixed. Yeah. Everything's fixed. If we would just stay healthy. If we just yeah. could. If only, you know, if only you could just remove that from the game, from the, this violent sport. If only you could remove health as a factor. We'd win every game. Like, okay, <laughs> cool. Cool. All right. <laughs> ESPN had the Cardinals at 7. Uh, yeah. We're going to talk to our guy, Tony Wiggins. Uh, yes. He's coming up tomorrow, our crossover, one of the most entertaining hosts on the Lockdown I'm Podcast stoked. Network. And uh, he doesn't sugarcoat things. He like he's been covering this Jags team for a long time, and he, he calls most of his episodes therapy. And it's just it's, it's a safe place for Jaguar fans to go and vent about their team. And you thought it was going to be different; it's no different. And I can't wait to hear Tony's thoughts on it. Check us out tomorrow here on the Lockdown Podcast Network. That's going to do it for us. Follow yes. Alex, Alex at Clancy's Corner. Follow me at B-O-B-R-E-C-K. and follow the podcast. I locked on AZ cards. You guys have a great rest of your Wednesday. We'll talk to you tomorrow on Crossover Thursday.